live amateurs how's it going welcome back to amateur opinions it's a brand new week brand new show i've got uh, i've got dk and patu again welcome hello. back guys hello hello thanks for joining me again you guys were here last week uh we spoke about your trip to turkey and greece uh that was a lot of fun um so do you guys have a next destination that you're thinking of going to do you, or or you haven't really thought about that yet I think, um, like, I always have travels planned up. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I don't get to go, I will always plan something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, however, um, the next one, I'll be doing it with a friend of mine, and I think she's also planning to go with a friend of hers. Mm-hmm. So we'll, I'll plan in trips, but separately. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Just to diversify it a little. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. And how, how, how expensive can traveling be? You know, the misconception is that travel is very expensive. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, yes, it's not like cheap, right? It's not like you wake up and just swipe out 20K (coughs) and, you know, you're off. Um, Right. However, if you do take time to plan a trip, you know, you give yourself time to save, it can, it's, it's. It can be affordable and reachable and reasonable, you know? Mm. So I think it's something that you have to set, set yourself to do. It has to be a goal of yours to want to travel, and you just put in the work that needs to be done for you to go. <laughs> yeah. So when you when you were a student, you're working now. When you're a student, were you were you traveling? I traveled a lot as a student, more really? than I did now. <laughs> how, did you, how did you afford that? So, um, whew. okay. So I was. How can I say it? I did a lot of things when I was a student, mm. right? So. Um, my f- I had funding for university, so that was sorted. I didn't have to worry. Okay, that's good. Cool. Um, and I'd save like my extra allowance. It, and it wasn't even that much. Like it would be saving maybe like 200, 300, 500. But I made saving a habit. You know what I mean? Mm. And when um, I think it was when I tried to plan my first trip, right? And I realized I wanted to go to Europe. So I wanted to go to a, do a Euro tour. And as we know, those are not, they're never cheap, you know? So um, I realized that I've been saving 300, 200 I w- it will take long, you know. Yeah. And so what I did was I started bu- I started a business on Instagram. Okay. I used to sell um, waist trainers. I used to sell hair. I used to, I used to do a lot of things, man. You know, you can buy things and resell, for example. And I also had like a part time job as a student. I used to tutor, and I also had a, like a job at Mr. Delivery at a call center. So I oh, I would I had I had like side hustles, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it was my goal to travel, and for me to be able to travel, I knew I needed money. I didn't have the money, so I found ways of getting the money. You know? How hard is it to sell stuff on Instagram? It's not easy, to be honest. It's not easy because I think also just um, clients trusting you. You know what I mean? That it's not a scam and. So, and also you yeah. have to put in a lot of work, just communicating with your clients um, daily, trying to meet their needs. Some will, you know, ask you to do so much and not buy at the end, which can be frustrating, but it's a pay- you have to have so much patience, you know, and you have to have a good understanding of people and just know how to talk to people, how to communicate with them and how to sell your products. And waste trainers, do those things actually work? Um, waist trainers, do they work? They work if you work. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like saying, does the gym work? Are you working? Fair enough. They work if you work. And and did you actually use, do you have, have any of you two guys have actually used waist trainers before? Um, I have used them, but they are different types of waist trainers. So I'd mm. use like a waist belt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just that, um, sort of like 
how can I stimulate small sweats <laughs> by my abdo- abdominal area, for example? So there are different kind of, you know, there are those that people want to use to um, alter the shape of their waist. Um, yes. That I don't think works, but I think the waist belts do work in trying to, you know, help you sweat a bit more and tighten your core and just give you a good posture. So yeah, those that's just during the day. During the, during no, the day. like just for the duration of the exercise. Oh, while Def- you're working out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are, those, are those the ones you were selling? Yeah. Ah, uh, so you weren't selling the waist, the waist. Uh, I mean, if a client came to me and that mm-hmm. was their specific need, I'd source it for them. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. so is that how you do it? You weren't really, you didn't have like stock or anything. You'd get an order. The thing and then is, you'd buy. at f- at first, I I was I would uh, buy mm. upon request, mm. and then I, I it got to a point where I had so many requests that um, <coughs> I just ended up having stock a whole lot of stock and reselling that just so I could give my clients like a faster service. Yeah, yeah. And waist train is a, a, one of those things where you buy once and then it just works like it doesn't die, right? You don't have to buy multiple. <laughs> Let's not talk about waist trainers. I'm just curious. <laughs> Let's he talk about travel. Like, how can I say it? I don't. The thing is, most of my clients would buy maybe a size large, right? Mm. And as they lose weight, they yeah. go to a medium. So they have to buy a smaller one. As they go to uh, a smaller size, etc., etc., etc. You know, so that's yeah. that's how it oh, works. Yeah, I feel you. I feel yeah. you. Okay, so you, you you sold stuff and you saved money. And I tutored, and tutored. I also had like a part-time job where I was working four hours, four times a week. Um, so I was four times a week. Yeah. And this is during, just during varsity. The, oh, damn. yeah. Yeah. But now that I'm working, um, I've, I've come to just, um, accept whatever I'm, my salary is. Yeah. And from that, the same way that you would portion when you budget, a portion of it would go to entertainment. You know mm. what I mean? I have a budget for travel, you know, I would say maybe I want to save five to 10% of my salary towards travel, you know? Yes. And, um, I would sort of space it out so sometimes maybe I can afford one big trip a year and smaller ones like locally. So that's how I'd I'd do it. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's 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 you just need to have a budget um for it, make provision for it. If maybe your destination costs way more than what your budget provides, that's when you need to find other income streams, you know. So yeah. <laughs> okay. So so that's the okay. So uh, and and then in terms of uh, okay, let's say you now have the money to to actually do the traveling. Now, what about accommodation? How do you how do you sort that out uh, beforehand? Uh, let's say you're trying to go to multiple cities, mm. right? So you you're basically trying to hire multiple, <coughs> uh, get multiple places to stay. Mm. Now, if you're on a budget, are you looking to do more backpacker type of? Um, accommodation or like have you seen your accommodation needs change from the time when you're a student to now where you're working yeah yeah definitely so as a student i'll do a lot of hostels yeah you know um a lot of hostels those are very cheap it can be like 100 rand a night you know how comfortable are those they're quite comfortable because there's some there's so so many of them are built so well mm. where you'll also have like sort of like curtains around your bed you know so it gives oh. you a bit more privacy um oh wait so so the hostel is is a, is a room full of beds is that, is yeah, that what so you're you'd sleep in a a dorm room like in boarding school yeah kind of. yeah oh, where okay. you have maybe um six other people sleeping in the strangers 
<laughs> and where do you keep your bags? Do you, do you just like leave? You would have a storage. Uh, every bed will be assigned like a storage space, and you know. So so, so and your, yeah. and your suitcases fit fit in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pachi. And I think now we see how I think a lot of people often think that if you're going on this vacation, it's very luxury. It's very this. Yeah. But sometimes people just really want to spend on what like the experience. You know, like you don't really care as to what am I going to sleep on? Is it this? Is it that? You like more than willing to just sleep in the most basic way to like experience other things that you can like mm-hmm. focus and spend your money on instead. I guess at the end of the day, you're really just sleeping for a couple of hours. Yeah, you just want to rest your body, rest you know. So day, as long yeah, as you have a comfortable resting. bed, right? You're fine. And then yeah. And when you're traveling, like it's not like you don't sleep much. You literally sleep. You 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 do things all day. Yeah. And yeah. you literally go home to sleep. Yeah. So like I want to chill on the bed and watch a movie. Netflix right. be comfortable. Exactly. No, in that case, then yeah. you need a you comfortable place where maybe there's a TV in the room or something mm, like exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. <coughs> okay. And and the sa- safety wise, you said it's it's pretty. It's pretty safe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. Get a locker and safe. It's basically <laughs> like high school. I don't know if you guys went to boarding school. I did for three months. Three months only. Yes. Yeah, so I have a I have an idea of you what it's idea like. Of, yeah. yeah. I also did. You did? Yeah. Which one? Little Achievers. Oh, yeah. She was so little, though. She did it. <laughs> it was so... It broke my heart. She was... How old oh. were you? I was seven. Oh, man. She would cry all the time. I can imagine. I promise you, she was so horrible. My mom took us out, like, three months after being there. So, yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's that's crazy. <laughs> that's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Damn. It's pretty dark. Just give me a second. I'm just going to open the curtains. Okay. Cool. All right. We're back. Damn. Okay. So okay. So and now, what's the what's the vibe in terms of the accommodation you go for? Do you still go for hostels? To be honest, I don't quite enjoy them, you know. And so that's why I prefer to travel with someone else so mm. that we can split the costs for a hotel room, you know. Yeah. If you choose an affordable place to go to, like hotel rooms are not that expensive, you know. I remember when I went to Bali, the average for like a four star hotel was around five hundred, you know. It can even get cheaper, so it's not it's not all that bad. You can you just need to spend some time on the different search engines like your, your Booking dot com, Hotels dot com, Hotels Combined. There's so many apps you can use, you know. To so, you, so you guys don't you you don't use Airbnb. You you prefer using. Hotels. I've used Airbnb also. You okay. know the thing is Airbnb is not always cheap, especially since it's gained a lot of popularity. Mm. You know you want. I think also that sometimes the added values of having a hotel, like, you know, you'll have someone to clean up the room yeah. and uh, room service and, you know, so there's some, sometimes it's more beneficial to be in a hotel. So for example, if I were going to Europe for a long time, Airbnb is a much better choice because hotels are very expensive. But when you're in Bali or somewhere that's a bit affordable, it might just be the same price to go for a hotel or an Airbnb. Okay, because yeah. I've always just thought Airbnb would be cheaper than a hotel, but that's uh, obviously not necessarily not the case. always the case. No. Okay, interesting. Okay, okay, okay. And um, and visa wise, mm-hmm. uh, I think we we spoke briefly about it. Uh, what 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 place did you do you think you you found it most difficult to get a visa? It has to be. England, England, the United Kingdom of the Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> it was, wow, it was the most painful visa process. You know, I think What's America, the process? Huh, so it's, it's just, I think for me, um, it was the lack of support, you know, like when I went to their websites of knowing exactly what 
supporting documents I need to make the application. They're so vague about it. They're just like, um, you know, bring some supporting documents. You don't know what exactly. <laughs> so if you haven't applied for a visa before by yourself, you struggle, you know. So fortunately for me, I had done the Schengen visa before and I'd use like... Um, I'd use agents that helped me out. So I went mm. to like a consulate and they had like, so they applied to the embassy on your behalf type of thing. Uh-huh. So they give you guidelines on, okay, bring these documents. They will definitely help you or increase your chance of getting the visa, you know. What kind but, of documents? So you just need proof of like um, transportation, your flights and your return that, you know, you, you've paid for it or you're about to pay for it and you'll return home. Mm. You need your proof of accommodation because they want to know that after you, when you get to the country, you are accommodated, you know? Yes. They want to have a contact of the hotel also, just maybe to verify that is this client going to come stay there? Mm. They want to have proof of funds also. So they mm. need... I know every country has... Uh, they'll give you like a, a margin or a guideline of how much you'd need on a daily basis yeah. in terms of spend and transportation. So they sort of combine that and they'll say maybe the average for London is um, 50 pounds a day something like that so they want to see that in your bank account you have sufficient funds right so when i was a student i would save my own money but i'd ask my mom to be my sponsor because she had more money in a bank account uh, i would just have maybe that five thousand rand for like the three weeks yeah. you know because i know like <laughs> so she won't necessarily then give you money but no no she, yeah, but she'll be my sponsor, sponsor for yeah. just to make sure okay yeah and sometimes when you're going to places like europe or the uk it's nice if you know people who live there and then they can also give you some sort of sponsorship letter to be like oh we know her we'll uh, will help her out, yeah. you know, just something. Like you won't sleep on the streets, basically. Yes, they, yes. Should anything happen, you know, we'll, we'll be the backup plan, for example, even if you're not staying with them, you know. Um, what else do you need? You also need, for so when I was a student, I needed a proof of, uh, what is it, registration adversity, just so they know that I'm still enrolled in a program and I'm going to go back, mm. you know. And I, um, now that I'm employed, I need, like, proof of employment. So my employer needs to write that, oh, this person is employed here and, you know, maybe lists a few projects that you're heavily involved in. Yeah. Just to, just to give assurance that you're coming back home. Um, you also obviously need a passport, you know, yes. with, uh, with around six empty pages. That's valid for at least the next six months. Mm. And uh, I think that's the bulk of the things that you would need to... And so with the UK, with the Schengen visas, the... The consulates give you like a checklist, you know, this is what we want from you. And different um, embassies or countries require different things. So it was a bit tough with the UK way. They didn't necessarily provide that checklist that, you know, that yeah. I I was expecting. So, yeah. I'm actually currently uh, applying for a visa to go to the States. Mm. And how's that process been? So, I mean, the, the, the only thing I've done so far is uh, the online application. And uh, so I finished that last week. And then, so the second stage is going for the interview. Mm. Uh, so that's happening in August. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you, did you have to, there was no need for for an interview for... So I had to, I had to go in um, the embassy or the consulate yeah. and, you know, do my biometrics, my fingerprints. Yeah. Um, and so have someone also to just accept my documents. It wasn't necessarily an interview, but mm. it was, you have to go and give in your documents in person. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. Mm. Yeah, I'm going so, to So like, what kind of, do you have an idea of what kind of questions they'll be asking you? 
I'm actually not sure. I'm going to ask. I have a friend of mine who who got the visa mm. uh, sometime last year. Mm, so he's, okay. he's going to tell me basically what kind of questions they ask. It, al- it always helps to yeah. have past papers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But like you said, uh, uh, they, they, for the States one, they also said supporting documents. Mm. Did um, they specify what documents? So I went on another website, they, they didn't specify. Okay. They were saying... Uh, you know stuff like you're saying mm. uh, just mm. to, to show that you're going to come back yeah that's the and main that you thing can afford it yeah. that you can afford it so i guess a three-month back statement mm. uh would would help a my like you say proof of employment mm. that would help to show yeah, that i'm employed an employer that you're coming back mm. exactly exactly <laughs> so yeah and then also i'll be staying with my friend you know, so that's the, uh, that's that's a big expense that's actually been covered. For yeah, me. so he can just write a sponsorship letter. For yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's because he stays in New York, so I'm just gonna be chilling. That sounds exciting, man. I'm super excited. Um, <laughs> I want to go with you, but, <laughs> but I can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I'll be I'll be uh, oh, man. I'm I'm so excited. Upper East Side. Oh wow. Know, Manhattan. Manhattan. Brooklyn. <laughs> Queens. <laughs> oh man, sounds amazing. So exciting. Yeah. yeah. So that's gonna be cool. So I'm also kind of, um, I'm I'm I, I, I'm one. I'm a person who doesn't like planning trips, mm. you know. But luckily, because I'm traveling alone, mm. it makes it easier. All I've all I have to do for me because I, I have accommodation. Mm. Uh, I just have to buy my ticket get my visa and you know it's funny i read somewhere that um 30 percent of the excitement of going on a trip you find during the planning phase you know what i mean Mm. so there's there's a lot of excitement also to be found during planning because that's when you discover okay what do i want to get from this trip what do i want to see you know you have your checklist so that when you're there because so many things can happen you know, so many things can get in the way, but like when you have your goals, you tick them as you there and you're more focused on, okay, this is what I want to see. And you make sure you do that, you know, because yeah. I think if you don't plan, it's a bit tricky where you could literally come back and you're like, oh, I didn't see as much as I could or as I wanted to yeah, because you didn't have a plan. Yeah. You actually even come back and you discover things about the place that you actually had a few months ago and you're like, what? I don't even know about uh, this. Like, that and that, 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 that hurts. You know? that like, I was sucked. there, but yeah. So if you that pre-plan, then you kind of like have like a bucket list as to this must be done, that mm-hmm. must be done and you work according to yeah. that. Because well, okay. I know when yeah. I, when we were planning Turkey, for example, like even like where we wanted to eat, like what we wanted to see, uh, how to best like um, space out the activities and what, like which days are more suitable for what activity. And, you know, it just helps you get the most out of your trip. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, for me, the mo- the two most important things on it, because I'm a big sports fan. Mm. So I want to go for an NBA game, nice. watch some basketball. Um, give me a husband. <laughs> get you a husband. Get my get my sister a husband. tall husband. <laughs> get you a husband. Two yes. meters tall. You know, rich, rich, standard. <laughs> Party, you're good. You know, I shouldn't. I mean, I'm good, that. but a side husband won't hurt. You know. <laughs> okay, okay. You gotta be safe. <laughs> backup plan. Backup plan. Okay, backup plan is necessary. Mm. So I definitely want to do that. And I was looking at what games will be there during the time okay, I'm there, yeah. you know. So mm. I did do that. And I also want to go to an American football game. Mm. That's actually why I ha- had to go during that November because I, I also didn't want to go in. It's too cold yeah. at the mm. same time. Mm. So the window is very small. Mm. So I realized late October, early November, that's, mm. the, that's the best time where both sports are being played. Nice. Um, for me to go there. Mm. 
uh, and then uh, yeah, so I have to I have to get those tickets sorted. Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, from what I, I went to New York when I was very little. Yeah. From what I can recall, I think I remember enjoying going to the Empire, Empire State. State Building. It's so tall, and you get a beautiful view of the city. Yeah. So that was nice. We went to some UN place, like United Nations. My friend space. actually works at, U, at UN. No, that was in Florida, Space oh, yes. Kennedy, NASA. But they have. Oh, you guys went to NASA? <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> I was excited. Um, what else is in New York? Um, oh yeah, because we were kids, uh, we enjoyed a lot of going into. They have like they had like nice, beautiful toy stores that just you go in there and you just yeah. lost in a different world. Yeah. And also, it's I think if you want sneakers, you can get them like fairly reasonably priced there in New York. Yeah. What else? Also, it's New York. I feel like just walking up the street with the lights on mm. is just amazing yeah. in itself. Yeah. Maybe Broadway. Yeah. Maybe catch a show in Broadway. Right. right. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in terms of the planning, Glenn, I mm-hmm. think it also, in, much, in as much as it's very important to plan your days, this is what I'm going to do. I think for our trip to Turkey, we literally planned to the core. We would like be like, okay, we're arriving on this day. This is what we're doing when we get there. To Tuesday, the Wednesday. <laughs> we literally had like something to do each and that was like pre-planned. Mm-hmm. But it's also important to kind of like be very flexible in your planning in terms that for instance, on days that we'd plan to go swimming or whatever, it would rain. Mm-hmm. But we planned our stuff in such a way where we in that area on that day, so we have to do it anyway. Yeah. Like Pamukkale, let's say. Yes, like we could have planned that on the day where it rained, but it wasn't flexible to a point where we could just cancel it if it did. Yeah. Like if it was raining, what if we were going anyway. We yeah. had you just have to be like, try be very flexible yeah. when you plan your activities out. Okay. That's a good yeah. point, yeah. yeah. And and another thing, I, I'm actually going to be working remotely. Mm. So I'm not, I'm not like fully, like full, fully fledged. It's not mm. a fully fledged holiday. But I'm gonna try and negotiate to make it to make me work half days, because mm. also because I'm in New York, that means the time zones completely different. Yeah. So working will be a bit hard, but I can make it overlap. Uh, in terms of I can work second half of the day. Yeah. In you South can, Africa. Yeah, you can. You so can that would be the morning day. So if I, can, yeah. if I can, so if I can, if I can do four hours from 6 a.m. to like 10 exactly. then i'm good exactly then the yeah. rest of the day i'm yep. basically uh, yeah doing my thing exploring. <coughs> that sounds about mm. right so hopefully i can do that mm. hopefully my boss uh <laughs> hooks me up with that sweet yeah. deal are you listening boss <laughs> hope <laughs> you're listening boss. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> mark please um yes okay okay uh and what what are your instagram handles let's let's do some plugging uh, okay so i am i go by underscore dakaro igobi right. underscore dakaro right and i'm black dot petro p-e-t-r-o yeah so yeah. just just give give the girls a follow uh you know great content uh, dk is as a dra- travel blog and she posts a lot of uh, dope pictures with, like travel uh, yeah travel stories travel stories travel tips travel tips itineraries yes and 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 your your <laughs> blog your your blog uh url is in your bio i'm guessing on in your my instagram, instagram yeah. yeah yes so i'll normally put in like my latest post there. your latest post the link to your latest post and mm. you, what's it called the, the the actual blog it's called dash travel and tours dash travel and yes. tours and uh and part two do you have a youtube channel or something that you'd want to plug or not quite not really no. <laughs> nothing in the works just follow me just follow just follow <laughs> but that's good enough for her. fair enough uh and then uh me also uh just uh subscribe to my youtube uh, oh we, we, we reached 100 subscribers on youtube yay 
Yes. Congrats. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I was. Uh, it was a very proud day. And you just started, right? Yes. The YouTube part. Yes. Awesome. Uh, it was a very proud day. Teach me your ways. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very proud day. And uh, thank you to the people who have subscribed. Appreciate the support. Just uh, keep doing what you're doing. You know, like, comment. Those those are very crucial for the YouTube algorithms. Mm. Um, and also, I mean, look, uh, I post I post clips on on Instagram too. So mm, yeah. on uh, I have IGTV. The, IGTV yeah. also yes. Is it somehow links to YouTube or no? No, no, it's okay. not. It's not. Yeah, because I, I Instagram is owned by by Facebook, Facebook. and. Uh, YouTube, YouTube by Google. Google, right? So, mm. not Glenn, quite I think affiliated. I have a question for you. Now that yeah? you're talking about IGTV, okay. IG, Shoot. this and that. <laughs> so I read again this week how you know how Instagram is kind of like taking down the likes, taking down yes. this. Taking, how do you feel about that? Man, the likes thing. Um, I, at first, I, I mean, I, I, I read the reasons why they're doing that, mm. which is uh, you know to fight kind of depression in a way. Yeah. Because obviously, yeah, our generation is very depressed and they're so reliant on, you know, that instant gratification yeah. and that validation that comes yeah. from being popular and being liked. Exactly. And, and, and I mean, look, fair enough. Uh, and also, another reason they put was we want people to post what they actually want to post. Yeah. So I, I didn't Not understand what's popular. that. Initially. Yeah. yeah. I didn't understand you. it initially. And then I actually got it because mm. I was like, Sometimes I would maybe I want to post a picture of uh, I don't know uh, my not food necessarily my my view yeah. right here exactly I was about to say something like that but you I'm know like, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna post that because it won't gonna get, get many me, likes it's not gonna give me 150 yeah. likes but if I post a picture a selfie of me and 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 Black Petrol me and DK mm. that's gonna get me 150 so I'm gonna mm. post that. But if, if they if they do that and they, I don't know if you saw a screenshot of, of what it's actually going to look like, it's actually going to be because right now it says nine. It says it's a uh, magic deuce and nine other people yeah. liked it. So now it just says magic deuce and others liked this this picture. Mm. But you but the thing is you can still see how yeah, many you people. You can see your own statistics. Cause you can I was all, yeah. actually very like what like I was wondering how now brands are going to be able to work with influencers. Mm. How they're going to. What is it going to be I all think about? content, Padre, you know what I mean? I think I think they need to judge based on the quality of the content. Yeah, but, but, but thing is, you have your own statistics. So yeah. I guess it will still work for them because they can still, the brands can still require. Because so. remember, your, your, currency, yeah. your currency is the people yeah. who But I guess content. now brands but it's, will approach a whole lot more people. And not just so they won't just start from the popular ones, you know what I mean? So if a brand thinks you've got talent, you've got potential, maybe it will inspire brands to also groom people to like for example, if you've got the creative genius behind it, maybe they can work with you towards gaining that popularity. I don't know. I think it just opens doors for bigger things. <laughs> maybe. But I like that, man. Like I know like sometimes I just really want to post a picture of the ocean, but I'm like Yo, it's gonna give me like 15 likes yeah, that's not a good like, look it's, you know it's like I mean? my audience likes it when i'm also in the picture but it's not every day i want to be in, in the, the picture. picture yeah so in that sense it makes sense but i don't know it's uh it's an interesting pivot mm. i would i would have thought this would be a new app mm. but you know there's so many people who are so reliant i think for me the fact that they're trying to do this to tackle depression yeah. i think that's very important you know mm. so many like even celebrities like your kim kardashians they'd be like oh didn't get so many likes i'm sure kylie jenner like really likes to see 
if she gets less than a million because she's so used to getting like an average of 30 million likes yes. if she gets less than a million she's like i'm like, sure it makes her feel a bit you know sad i don't know so yeah, it's, it's interesting um yeah i'd like to, i'm gonna read more on the psychology of it mm. uh, and see if it actually makes sense Look, it's still in the in the in the early phases of it. Yeah. They might not go through with it, I but, hope it but does. it looks like they will. <laughs> I think they. Do you want it to will, go through? Because, I think they will. Um, I think it's countries like Australia where it's or like with yeah, they've already pushed it. Yeah, it's already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just working on bringing it to the other countries yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So like it's, it was like with uh, what is it? Instagram music. It's not yeah, available in your country. country. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> but anyway, Daz, thanks so much for joining me. All right, I, I yeah, really do appreciate it. Um. I had fun. <coughs> Thank you. Thank you. So did I. So did I. And I'm sure the, the listeners did too. Uh, amateurs, thank you so much for, for listening in and uh, tuning in again. I appreciate it. Uh, we're here every week. So just uh, tune in. Tell a friend. Tag them on, on Instagram when I post a little snippet of a good old clip. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Until next week, uh, I think I'll check you all later. And thanks, thanks for joining me. Peace out. All right. Peace.